Folks, if you're liking what you're getting from 30MPC, the number one way you can support us is by subscribing to our newsletter. Every week, you only get two emails. On Monday, you get a content roll-up of everything that dropped last week. And on Fridays, I pick one topic and I personally write a deep dive on things like how to cold call, how to run a discovery call, or even how to hire an AE. So if you're liking what you're getting here, take two seconds, go to the show notes. You'll see a button to subscribe to our newsletter, or you can go to 30mpc.com backslash newsletter and do it there. We'll catch you soon. Cheers. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the first ever President's Club Awards of 2023. My name is Armand Farouk, and I'm here with my co-host, Nick Sigelski. And folks, I don't know if I ever shared this, but my first job ever was actually doing consulting for the Academy Awards, and I personally tabulated votes for how many votes Taylor Lautner got, which was like zero. And then how many Matthew McConaughey got, which was like three. And guess what? We don't have Taylor Lautner or Matthew McConaughey, but we've had over 50 amazing interviews in 2023. And we are giving you the top 10, including a winner in each category and one episode of the year. Nick, why should people listen? Well, Armand has Hollywood aspirations. And while he's not a very good singer, actor, etc., I think he's a decent podcast host. And so today we are going to be going through the very best episodes of 30 MPC from 2023. We are going to be talking about the best prospecting episodes, the best discovery focused episodes, the best sales process focused episodes. And we'll be talking about the number one leadership episode that we had this year. And so you will be hearing the nominees for each category, as well as the winner for each category. And Armand's I know you have been tapping away at your calculator like a madman, tabulating results, thinking and thinking and thinking. Today's tip to optimize your sales day is brought to you by Boomerang. If you get an email and the action required on that email is going to take you less than two minutes to do, do it on the spot. It's not worth adding it to your to-do list, having to look at the item, remember what you need to do. That's going to take you more than two minutes anyway. So do it on the spot, get it off your plate. Now we documented our best templates and tips to help you optimize your sales day with our friends at Boomerang. And you can get that documentation for free at the link in the show notes. Gong's going to help you run the five-minute drill at the end of all of your calls today. At the end of a call, pressure test the prospect with three questions. Number one, do you want to buy? If the answer is no, why set a next step at all? Number two, when do you want to buy? If it's tomorrow, we got to move fast. Number three, how do you buy? Based on the first two answers, I can now adequately decide if and how I set a next step. And this was stolen from the Gong 30 MPC 90 Minute Masterclass, and you can steal it too in the show notes. So let's start with the first envelope and talk about the first nominee for our prospecting category. The nominee is Vin Matano's episode 142. And the tactic that he shared that was so good on this one was to use Twitter as a prospecting channel because email phones can sometimes get overcrowded with a ton of sales reps. And so what Vin did was he found his prospect on Twitter and he started commenting or replying to the tweets that they were doing. And eventually the person followed him back and he DM'd this person with his tailored prospecting message. So the recommendation from Vin is use other channels, engage with people, and that is one of the best ways to get on their radar and get a response from them. Next up, we have Someone who has given me a tactic 
that I frequently use every day even when I'm not at a conference. It's episode 151, Christine Nolan. If you go into a conference and you step into a keynote or if you step into a panel and you sit down and you look over and you say, what's your name and what do you do? And across the seat, you see a man chomping down on tortilla chips, eating all the free guacamole and drinking salsa with a straw instead of drinking the seltzer water. And he says, my name is Nick. What do you do? You should not spend the remaining hour sitting next to that individual. You should get up and realize that Nick is not your prospect and go talk to someone else. It's tactics to tear up a conference. Most sellers are afraid to break the niceties of an interaction, of a small talk, when there are hundreds of prospects whizzing by them in the hallway that if they had just stopped a conversation and ran up to them and talked to them instead, they would leave a conference with triple the meeting. So if you sit down or if you're talking to someone who's not worth your time, get up and leave right now. And folks, don't get me wrong, Vin and Christine, two amazing tactics of the year. But there was one prospecting tactic that topped them all. And this tactic comes from the one and only, the newest member of the club, J.C. Poller. It is the research first cold call opener. What J.C. literally does is he will cold call someone like Nick. And instead of saying, hey, is this Nick? Or how's your day going? Or this is J.C. from whatever company? He'll say, Hey, Nick, look, I know this is a cold call. I noticed that you wrestled at USC, you work at 30 Minutes to President's Club, and you went full-time about a year ago. Then he'll introduce himself and then ask for permission if he has time to speak more. What he's doing is he's literally jumping into the call and being like, Nick, look, these are three things that I know about you that make it pretty clear I'm not just calling you on a rando list. And if nothing else, hear me out for 60 seconds so that I can tell you why I did so much research on you. It's the supercharged version of the permission-based opener instead of the blindsiding, hey, uh, could I talk to you for 27 seconds? I have no idea what you do. That is the winner in the prospecting category. And don't worry, we have more. Let's kick off the discovery category, Nick. All right, so for the discovery category, the first nominee is Brian LaManna, episode 165, where he talks about Pulse checking with a prospect. Oftentimes, we'll try to get a sense of how a prospect feels about the feature we just showed them or the capabilities we just talked about. And we'll ask them a qualitative, hey, how are you feeling about that? I know I just showed you our whole dashboard stuff. And oftentimes, we'll get a response from a customer of, oh, it's pretty good or I liked it. But that doesn't really give us the depth of information that we want. And so what Brian talked about was asking them for a quantitative feeling where he'll say, hey, I know I just showed you how our dashboards can help you with the visibility into how the team is performing. I'm kind of curious if you had to rate how well this solves a problem you're looking to solve on a scale of one to 10, like what would you rate it? If they give you a 10, awesome. You can lean into like, what did you like the most and pull out some of that. If they give you anything less than that, you can start to ask, where were we missing? What would have made it better? And so when you force them to get specific with that quantitative ask, it gets you way deeper in discovery. The next nominee came from who we've actually brought on as a wonderful co-host of 30MPC, the wonderful Jen Allen Knuth, episode 144, where Jen talks about getting the team to problem agreement 
first. A lot of times what happens in sales is you'll have a ton of conversations with a champion, maybe two or three champions, and they're telling you about this problem that they've got to solve. And then a couple of weeks later, you get into a big team meeting where you're there with your champions, but you're there with other people who you might not have spoken with before. And what a lot of salespeople do in that meeting is they start talking about, hey, here's how we can solve the problems that we've heard from the team. But one of the risks that you run into that is there are folks who might not be fully bought in on, is that even the right problem to solve? And I ran into that a lot when I sold to law firms, where we'd get a couple attorneys at the law firm struggling with something, but then we'd get in the rest of the room and there was the old grizzled law firm partner who was like, I don't want to spend money on anything. We don't need to solve any problems. And if I started pitching too early, I would run into that landmine. So Jen recommends kicking off a big team meeting with, here's the problems that we've heard. We're going to talk about solving that. But before we do that, pulse check with the group. Does everyone feel like these are the right problems we should be solving? And then you can earn the right to pitch. But the last discovery tactic is the one that topped them all. And he has been a multiple time 30 MPC guest. He's the first ever double back-to-back two-part episode special. And it is probably one of the biggest discovery changes that I have made to my own selling arsenal in the last year. It's KD episode 134, turning wants into problems, or as I like to describe it, turning wants into whys. Anytime someone says, I want this, or, hey, we were really excited about potentially sponsoring 30 Minutes to President's Club, or we've really, really wanted to work with more sales influencers in the space, or we've really, really wanted to work on our messaging for this product. There is a why behind that want. If someone really wants to improve the messaging on the product, that means the reason why is probably because that product's not selling very well, or people don't perceive them to be the type of person who's qualified to offer that product. And so anytime someone's saying, I want to do this, I want to do that, oftentimes sellers get really excited and they jump right into their pitch. But what sellers actually need to do is they need to pause for a second and reserve their desires to pitch and instead understand what is driving that want. Because that might just be a, oh, I want it, right? I want a lollipop. I want something, but I don't really need it. By turning your wants into whys, you can figure out which of their wants are actually real things that can drive a deal home versus things that would just be nice to have. And that is the winner of the discovery category. KD, congratulations on another amazing episode. Woohoo! And we now move on to the final category, which is sales process. And the first nominee is the one and only Henry Shuck, the CEO of Zoom Info. This came from episode 146. And Henry changed the way that I thought about selling when he told me, Nick, you should never be afraid of breaking rapport if that means that you are advancing the sale. And you've got to remember that your job as a salesperson is to close business. Your job is to drive revenue growth for your organization. And too many salespeople, they sit there on the fence and they're worried that they might need to push their champion a little bit. They might need to be a little bit more aggressive than they're used to. They might need to take control. They might need to go around their champion who is freezing a sale. And that is risky sometimes. You might have developed a friendship with the person that you've been talking to. But you are not in this to make friends. 
If you are sitting there worrying about the relationship you have with the director of finance at this public company and that's keeping you from moving your deal forward, you got to set it aside. You've got to do things that advance the sale over building rapport. So that was Henry's episode 146. The next episode under sales process that was a nominee was the wonderful Shay Keeler, episode 160. And she talked about the rhythm for which you should be working your opportunities. Too many salespeople say, hey, I've got a next step on the books in 10 days. I don't need to think about that op for a while. And that is a dangerous, dangerous paradigm because you win deals, not in meetings, but in between meetings. And what she recommended you do is every single day, look at your opportunity list. Look at your pipeline. And instead of thinking about, oh, I've got a next step, I'm cool. Think about what can I do today? to exhaust forward movement on this deal. What can I do to mitigate risk? What can I do to juice this opportunity? And when you think about your pipeline in that perspective, every single day you'll be moving your deals forward and advancing them versus only when you meet live with the prospect. So that was Shake Healer, episode 160. But there's one process tactic that is going to get you to land your deals on time because it's going to make sure that you're landing your deals with the right person. And that is the one and only episode 130, Morgan Mello. It is, how do you plan to justify this internally? Oftentimes what happens is you do an amazing job selling your champion. You get them all excited about your product. And they're like, oh my God, this is going to solve so many problems for me. I'm going to go be the hero internally and I'm going to beat my chest and tell everyone why, in this case, PAVE is the product that we should be buying. And that is the kiss of death because people who solve their problems instead of business problems are the ones who get their budgets axed. And so what Morgan does every single time she gets a yes from a champion and a champion says, I want to go pitch this internally, she'll start to ask, how do you plan to justify this internally? And then what she'll do is she'll start to poke holes and explain how other people have gotten this approved or axed in the past and use that as a mechanism for her to insert herself into that conversation by making it clear that there are some things that the champion doesn't know. Your champion is not your friend. You are the advisor to your champion. And if you really want to be your champion's friend, you're going to make sure that you can solve their problem by showing them that you can solve the business problem for them. And Armand, we've got a bonus category, don't we? Because we launched a sales leadership edition of 30 MPC this year, and we didn't have enough episodes to do all sorts of nominees, but we do have a winner of the sales leadership category. So Please never do that, you cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs parrot. It's the one and only Stevie Case in what Mark Casaglo calls the burn down. He said the burn down meeting. So the burn down meeting is what you do at the end of every single quarter. If you are leading a sales team, you get every single open forecasted deal in a spreadsheet. And every single day you ask for a one line update on what's happened in the deal and what you need to do to move it forward. And it's one of those things that's a heck of a lot of fun. What I used to do at PAVE is I would literally write every deal on a whiteboard and I would do this on a whiteboard. And every time we would win a deal, we would cross it off the list and there would be a whole round of cheers. And the burn down is an awesome way to get your team selling as a team toward one big quarterly sales team number. So that is both the nominee and the winner in the leadership category. We didn't have 50 episodes this year of leadership. And so we wanted to keep it to one amazing one. But 
there is one that topped them all. Drum roll, please. Coco for Coco Pops, Nick. Who's the episode of the year? Who do we got? Yes, Armand, I will never do the Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs thing again, but I will tell you the episode of the year. There was one episode of 30 MPC in 2023 that got an extremely uneven distribution of listens, and we got message upon message upon message about folks who said this changed the way that I sold, and it was sort of hard to pick the best, but sort of easy at the same time, and the winner of every episode from this year in 2023 was, drumroll please, Morgan Mello episode 130. And I can't stress enough, folks, asking your champion or contact, hey, you know, I'm just kind of curious, how are you planning on explaining this to the rest of the team? Or, or how are you planning on positioning this to the rest of the team? Gets you detail on how they are going to sell on your behalf. And then you can coach them on how to sell on your behalf. It is a game changer when it comes to selling. So congratulations to Morgan. She is an amazing person, an amazing seller. And I got to give her a round of applause. Well, amazing, folks. So 50 plus episodes in the launch of the Leadership Show. It's going to be over 100 episodes this year. And we've got a heck of a lineup coming for you in 2024. So if you had a favorite episode of the year in these top 10. Our ask to you is we're going to include the LinkedIn profiles of all 10 winners slash nominees in the show notes right here. Please go either make a post or connect with them on LinkedIn and show them how much you loved their tactic and give them a proper congratulations for being one of the few episodes of the year. And stay tuned for 104 plus amazing episodes of 30 Minutes to President's Club. And the biggest winners of all of this thing are Nick and I, because you all show up every single day to listen to us talk to the best sellers in the world. And we are very grateful for that, folks. So we will catch you soon. Peace. Gong's going to help you run the five-minute drill at the end of all of your calls today. At the end of a call, pressure test the prospect with three questions. Number one, do you want to buy? If the answer is no, why set a next step at all? Number two, when do you want to buy? If it's tomorrow, we got to move fast. Number three, how do you buy? Based on the first two answers, I can now adequately decide if and how I set a next step. And this was stolen from the Gong 30 MPC 90-Minute Masterclass, and you can steal it too in the show notes. Otter AI's Otter Pilot for Sales gives you the freedom to sell on your discovery calls by taking notes for you. One of the best ways to deepen your discovery is to ask your prospect about the impetus behind their goals. So when a prospect tells me they want to advertise on more sales podcasts, I'll say, well, it's not every day that you wake up and decide you want to sponsor a podcast. What's causing you to even explore this in the first place? Now, we put together the ultimate discovery checklist with our friends at Otter AI, which you can get for free at the link in the show notes.